I'm Damien. I'm Ed. We're from Living Dead Dolls. And you're listening to Blacklisted. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a look into the world of pop culture from an urban point of view. Here is Nubia's Black and Blacklisted. It's about to go DJ Academics, introduce the team. Media's Black Black. What's up? Chaos. What's up? G Force Force. What's up? Academics Skills. What's up? Silky Smooth. What's up? John the Seeker. What's up? And now without further ado, here is your host, Media's Black. We're from Living Dead Dogs, and you're listening to Blacklisted. Black out. Black out. Black, 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 blacklisted. Black out. Blacklisted. Black out. Blacklisted. Black out. Black out. Black out. Blacklisted. Y'all ain't hearing that. Y'all don't know what time it is. Y'all don't know what show y'all listen to. I'm your host, Black. You are listening to the Caboose. Ed Long. David Klein. Creators of the Living Dead Dogs. Two scary motherfuckers that, you know, I don't even want to meet with on the daylight. And you are listening to Blacklisted, the podcast of anything and everything of pop culture with an urban point of view. In today's show... The UN uh, members announced that the, they think the United States should have to pay uh, reparations to black, brown, and red people. What do you think about that? Ain't gonna happen, but it's a good dream. Uh, also, pest control by the game shows Beanie Siegel getting knocked the fuck out. Academics got a lot to say about that. <laughs> 1,528 hours. That's how long it takes for you to be a barber in the United States of America. To be a police officer, 620 hours. And that's been confirmed by CNN. We can rap about that. A train crashes in Hoboken. A homeless guy's a hero. And now you got two governors taking credit for the, the heroic efforts of the cleanup. When this shit would have never happened if they would have just built a thicker and wider northeast extension. But we can talk about that. In the wrestling business, they had a best of seven match between Cesaro and Sheamus. The seven match came to a no contest, which automatically threw them into a tag team. What the fuck does that even mean? We can talk. 
talk about that. Chaos will have something to say on that. I started watching Game of Thrones, and it's all it's about to me is fucking fighting and backstabbing. Kind of like American politics, so we can talk about that. Who here got $100? The TNA's for sale, and uh, we could buy a wrestling company if we all put like 50 bucks on it. We can talk about that. Also, Sweet Christmas, Luke Cage has arrived. Happy birthday to me. Thank you, Marvel. We can talk about that. So on this, today's show, we have Chaos, the Minister of Defense. Yo, what's up? My DJ, your DJ, birthday boy, DJ Academics. What's up? And then, without further ado, we have the devil himself, the prince of darkness, the master of the macabre. I ain't talking about Vincent Price, motherfuckers. I'm talking about Damien Glanick, the owner and creator of Living Dead Dogs. What's up, D? He's finally here, folks. Back from the dead. What's up? What's up, guys? Listen this is that shit. He don't mean all of us are black. <laughs> no, some of us are Italian and spooky. We're, We're just all black. Yeah. This is a guy who owns more black shirts than chaos. That's saying something. He goes to a funeral every fucking day. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, we're going to go first to academics. I had to ask you about this whole, uh, this video about a game showing uh, your boy uh, Beanie Siegel getting knocked out at the end of it by his bodyguard. What's up with that? Well, it was all this thought out as the battle with Meek Mills and the game. I mean, in the game. And basically, Meek Mills is one of the, the younger ones, and a lot of young ones, younger ones want him to. Actually, hang in there, but the thing is, if you're in a battle, you don't go get somebody to help you because see, that's what happened in a city where it's supposed to be brotherly, brotherly love. He got Beanie Siegel to come in to help him against Game because Game is known for being that type of MC that he's gonna keep attacking you. So he, what happened? He forget about Beanie Siegel was the type to say, "I'm on top of everything." So he came out and started acting actually helping Meek Mills, he came out and says, well, I'm the original king of Philadelphia. Now, as we all know, these new generation of heads, it's a lot different than what we were. They will get at you, and that's what happened. He wound up getting one of Meek Mills' younger friends, one of them guys out there, wound up punching him in his face, knocking him clean out, just because of what he's saying. And you do that with somebody like Game or 50 Cent that's in that level to make you look bad. That's all. That's all was happening. I, I, I thought it was hilarious. The whole video itself was like quite entertaining because we ain't used to seeing. That. I mean, it was a combination of like music videos, then they spliced in the real life, the real life video of him getting knocked out. He dropped like a pile of shit. I mean, like you, like like you said, like Jersey Judas said the last time. When you ask for this thing, you ask for. It's yeah. not like we're back in the day. Right. Well, this is what we was, we've been trying to stress. Like when you can actually come and be in uh, competition and rap stuff like that. These guys, they can't rap as good. So when somebody come out like like new and they, as opposed to how the hip hop supposed to be, and he's getting he's getting cooked. 
and on the mic, the only thing he knows is to punch him in the face. So they know. <laughs> and you can't rap when you're punched in the face. <laughs> That's the only thing he knows. That's what he's going to go by. He, they know that the, the Meek Mills is not going to lyrically be able to hang with the game. So then when Beanie Seagull come out, he basically tried to erase it by saying, well, I'll take the battle, but I'm the king of Philadelphia. So these young guys say, basically, you have this time. And then you're going to try to diss my boy that's out here. They don't know how to just come at him. The ways of both have done it. They say, all right, since it's like that, then Big Mills going to battle you and the game. We don't need you then, but I ain't going to go down like that. They say, you know what? I'm going to come up to him ask him in person. Why are you going to talk about Big Mills? Boom. Clean up. You ain't kidding Cut him off like a fucking old record. Damn, cut him off. I mean, it's a, it was a... It was a, a dumb, it was a stupid move. You know what I'm saying? It's against the rules. That's not how you do it. But you got like some of this shit trying to make it look bad. It's, it's basically a world star hip hop. That ain't hip hop. That's bullshit. That's just some bullshit out the street. Yeah. But that's what happened. So uh, on that note, we're gonna skip off. What do you think about the fact that it, cut, it takes a thousand? 528 hours to be a barber, but 620 hours to hold a gun and shoot motherfuckers for a living. That's when it comes to a gun, all you need is to hold it and pull, it, pull the trigger. But when you're a barber, you got a razor blade. You can't run around, you don't see the motherfuckers slicing people up. What is that, uh, the, uh, what was his name, the barber, the killer barber? Uh, Sweetie Todd. Sweetie Todd, yeah. Sweetie Todd out there slicing motherfuckers up. You know, he ain't using a bullet. He's singing and dancing I just find that amazing, you know. It's almost amazing as me. I had to take all these courses and classes and so many hours of, uh, of, of quote-unquote studies to be a certified financial consultant. I can barely bounce my own checkbook yet. I'm certified to do this shit. My job is to fucking fix shit. Shit breaks at a bank, I fix that shit. And if I can't fix it, I call a motherfucker who can fix that shit. So that's where you know the whole, the whole system is fucked up. You got me calling myself a certified financial consultant and being a cop. It's like going to kindergarten school to be a cop. You wonder why shit is fucked up. You know what I mean? Yep. You better get my edges right, motherfucker, because yeah. you took 15 hours, 1500 hours to get my edges right. Oh, fuck yeah. Uh, Damien Glonick don't have to worry about edges. He's like me. He's clean shaved. I only do 300 hours for this. <laughs> but back in the day, he was a long-haired motherfucker, motherfucker. This motherfucker was Slash Junior. I've never seen his face. I knew him for years and never seen his face. It was just a boy. And fucking hair. Like Cousin It. I remember years ago, this motherfucker, him... My wife, we was over at another friend's house. They were trying to teach my black ass how to swim. And you ever like see like a hairball in the bottom of the shower? That was Damien swimming in the fucking pool like fucking Aquaman. But it was black matted hair. I was like, damn, this motherfucker half monkey? They call us fucking chips. My ass went in the water and I sunk like a turd. Then I felt the water going up my nose, up my eyes, everything. I was good. I was good and done. When did you decide to shave your hair off, Damien? 
I started growing my hair in like 83, and I didn't cut it again until like 98. And I, I just woke up one day and I was like, I'm just tired of it, I need to change. And I just like cut it short, you know. And then I was going to get a haircut one day, and like there was three people in front of me, and they were all shaving their heads. And I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna shave my head. And then it like never went back. Fuck it, so what I look like a Nazi fucking uh, skull stomper. Luckily, you got a complexion, because you don't get that whole right. white I got no dents. Uh, you know. And Luckily. you pretty fucking perfect. You got a pretty good fucking head for it. Now it's like, no, I have no patience to go back. I don't either. I tried a couple times, like, nope, nope, gets itchy. Like, gotta go. People ask me, they go like, were you losing your hair? No. I, you see my fucking, I had the kid in play. Yeah. You know what I mean? I wasn't losing that shit. I lost the fucking bet. The academics are like this between, uh, who was his name? Um, uh, Marvin Hagler. Yeah, And uh, who did Hagler's last fight with? I can't remember. But whoever it was he fought with, I bet on Hagler. Hagler lost. And I promised to shave my head when Hagler, if Hagler lost. It could have been Sugar Ray with that lazy eye. That one was the last one. That lazy eye? Yeah, he fucking knocked both. Hagler moved to fucking Italy. See? Yeah. That's why Damien's here. They became an actor or some shit like that. Yep. But, uh, mine ain't to the bone, ain't to the skin. I'd rather keep mine low. If, if it stopped growing, I'll be happy. Man, say that shit. I wish I'd have to shave I wish I could just spray some shit on there yeah. and it never comes back. Yep. Ever. Exactly. Yep. And, and with that whole adage from, um, from Malcolm Gladwell talking about it takes 10,000 hours to make an expert. I wish some of these cops would take 20,000 hours to actually learn how to do their job before getting put out on the street. And oh yes, that's uh, roughly about 800 days that they need to practice. Otherwise, um, yeah. I'm all gonna do time in England, but they have no gun. Silky so, Smooth just showed up, introduced himself to his great uncle Damien. Damien was here before Silky was born. And matter of fact, he was here when he brought him when I brought him home. So that's how we knew each other for a long time, for over twenty, over oh, about twenty-five years, like that at least. Yep. Back when Damien was slim, trim, and scared to drive around circles. <laughs> that motherfucker always got into an accident when he ran around a fucking circle. That's right. I would never drive down driving a van through uh, Manhattan. <laughs> like a psychopath. You're a trained professional. <laughs> so since Silky's here, I want him to talk about his um, your video game review thing you was on. fucking lay that down on here while you're here. So let's hear it. Oh, I just been playing lately Final Fantasy XIV on uh, was online on Twitch, and just I've just been getting a lot of views. Whenever you guys want, just stop by Cameron Johnson, Silky Smooth, two two seven, and stop by and just play with me. You still do that one thing on that uh, that, uh YouTube channel? Not recently, but we just been. Uh, uh, what else you got in the works? Right now, I'm working on a comic book. I already finished my first one. You did a comic book for your soon to be niece. So, yeah. I'm currently in the process of making my second following up the first. I just started making Feature Christian Bacon. <laughs> <laughs> the 
I remember spawn before spawn. Way before spawn. Way before spawn. We were all into the game. We went to uh I'll tell you a quick story. Me and Damien went to this fucking comic book convention. Uh, it was in New York. It, it was it was a uh, Big Apple when they were in uh no, no, it was Big, Big Apple. Or Big Apple. Because this is back when it was in uh what is the name of the uh Jackson. It was in the Jabs at the time. Because I'll never forget we were walking uh it was snow on the ground. We we're walking either to it or from it. And this naked homeless dude jumped out out on us and shit. And we're like, what the fuck? You know, like this dude wanted to fight and shit. And I'm like, man, see, I can't even hang with this cat. Let me bring out the crazy everybody. So we go to this convention. We drove up there with these two biker dudes that we didn't even know. We were the two biker yeah, guys. Yeah, they had like some, uh, from like Old Bridge or something. Yeah, yeah like and they were, top. and uh, Hot Tub Ronnie was driving. Yeah, yeah. This, we call him Hot Tub Ronnie because that's the yeah. only thing that was clean and funky ass because he looked like he was like soaking in dirt and oil. <laughs> we drove up there in a green station wagon. I remember that. But the yeah. ship was falling out of the ceiling. Oh, you know what? I don't think that was a comic event. It was like a Heroes World like uh, retail thing, wasn't it? No, this, was, this one was a comic convention okay. that Chad couldn't go to. That right, he let yeah. us go in his place, uh, and we went and we picked. We had to pick these yeah, two yeah. guys up, and Ronnie was driving, so we didn't have to drive. So we drove all the way out there, and we met. That's when they started. We went to like this grand opening where uh, they announced Image Comics. They announced that that night that Rob Liefeld came out. And, I tripped him. Yeah, yeah. We were sitting on the floor. We got tired of standing there. Damien tripped Rob Liefeld. That's why he can't drop fist or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wish I broke his hand. <laughs> broke his hand. Actually, I think his hands were broken. That's why he can't draw. The arthritis in there. That withdraws like a fucking retard. But where do I know? So we went. So we went to that, right? And we ended up getting these passes. So we're like, what's the passes for? This is Webster Hall. I'm like, it was Webster Hall. He was like, it's this nightclub. You know? Fuck, man. We don't go. I don't go to nightclubs. And he's like, no, I don't go to nightclubs. But dude, we got tickets. We're here already. We might as well go. So we going to wait in line like in a movie all these people in line trying to get into this show they pick us we go in and it's like cages with fucking naked chicks in them cages with naked dudes in them chicks dancing with each other guys dancing with each other no men or women bathrooms it's just bathrooms you take a piss and this chick shitting on the toilet it was just some crazy shit that my ass ain't never seen before I don't know about Damien but I ain't never seen the hot tub Ronnie he, he wasn't gonna go in he's like I'll just wait for you guys and he's still driving around Drinking Mountain Dew. Yeah. He had like bottles of this shit. Yeah. Like he was like big time addict. Mountain Dew. Was, and I think the fucking biker dudes came. Yeah, I think they went in. But we were like trying to stick together, and uh, we're just standing around, just in awe, looking at the whole. It reminded me of that the scene, the scene on Blade where he walked into the club and everybody's fucking dancing. And shit. It was that. Except me and Damien standing, and I know what the fuck going yeah. on. And this chick rolls up. I never forget. Yeah, turquoise tight like red dress on. Wanna dance? I'm down, but Damien ain't gonna rap me out and tell the wife that I'm dancing with this hot chick. So I'm dancing and I'm looking for him, and Damien's pointing like this. And I'm thinking he's going, Yeah, I'm the man. He's pointing at, I'm pointing at himself. He was really pointing at the chicks. Adam, Adam. <laughs> and I didn't know this bitch had it. Man, I looked down below, and Pike was rising. I'm like, Now, how do you get out of this shit? I'm not gonna fight this bitch and lose and then say, Oh, man. I 
fell down a flight of steps when I noticed that, you know, he, she punched me and knocked me down the steps. But I, I would politely decline and say, oh, I have to be with my man over there. Jamie's over there begging me because now her friends are surrounding him. And they call us, I think that's the first time I had Heineken. I never oh, really? had Heineken until that night. Yep. She almost had Heineken. Heidi <laughs> can't. No, no, you can't, baby. That shit fucking freak. I'll never forget that. So we drink a Heineken, and we said, well, let's go where it's safer at. Let's go upstairs. So we go upstairs on the, like the second, because this thing had multi-tiers. Like there was, a, there was like a fucking death metal section. There was a rock section, and there was like the dance section with the hip hop down below. So we're down there checking. You know, we go upstairs and we sit there like looking over the dance floor. I'm smelling all this weed and shit, right? And we had these facts. And this guy goes, uh, oh, you came to the fucking grand premiere. And we're like, well, yeah, we were picked. Because we thought he was just like a man. He was this, this black dude. Glad you guys came, you know. And he's talking to us and shit. We don't know who he was. At least I didn't know who he was. Because we were earlier at the comic convention just watching people insult everybody and shit. And this guy was actually being kind of cool. And then uh, we just like, like, who are you? And it turned out it was, remember it was Denny Cowens. Yeah. He started out like static shock. Yeah, yeah. And he was talking about, well, oh, I'm doing this thing. Yeah. Uh, what was that called? Milestone. Yeah, right. It was going to be like African, American, and Asian, yeah. and, and, and Latino comics. It lasted for about a quick minute, because that's what everybody... Oh, you know what's great? Let's kill Superman off and take all the sales from everybody. And that's what it did. Once you killed Superman, you basically killed sales for everybody, because everybody wanted Superman book. So... Since DC was uh, uh, publishing the book, they picked and choose those characters. And if you look hard and tight, you might see them on cartoons and certain uh, team ups. But yeah, we knew Danny Cohen. We met up with him and shit on that on that front. Yeah, that was kind of cool. So we sat there and smoked weed with him. You know, he's nothing better than a guy who don't smoke. I don't know if Damien smokes, so I ain't gonna put him out on blast. But I ain't never smoked weed like that. Now I'm smoking, man. I was fucking Heineken, pissed. Didn't fucking smoke a weed with a stranger in New York City. What's better than that? And driving back with a bunch of fucking rednecks and a fucking yeah. like, oh, we gotta go. We I got Ronnie's Fuck out of here. Yeah, my mom's waiting. Yeah. Remember that yeah. shit? Yeah. This dude's grown ass man. My mom's waiting for me. I can hit the van home. And I was like, man, forever to fucking get back and get fucking Jersey. But we got back. So that was yeah. one of the uh, that was a crazy crazy night. night, man. And that shit was on the news and everything. And Terry's like. Oh, I stayed up waiting for you because you know we was on the news and they were talking about the convention and we had Channel 11 back then, right? New York, WPIS. Did you go to that club thing? I'm like, mm, maybe. I don't want to talk about it. Bye. And I'm back. All I kept thinking about was that light for turquoise dress. I should have caught the old. Hey, you want to dance? I'm like, holy shit. I thought it was just the music in the background. Yeah, right. So now I do give Damien credit listen to him when it becomes a he or a she he knows these things he knew him back then i thought he i thought i was teaching him a little something <laughs>
<laughs> Shit, he fucking saved my life. I would have been fucking the new RuPaul right now. Yeah. Talking about fashion right now. The fuck do I know about fashion? <laughs> so, speaking since we spinning off on that, we were just talking about you know how long we knew each other. So, uh, you created the Living Dead Dolls as basically like just a hobby. Yeah, me, me, and, uh, me, me and a partner Ed. Yeah, uh, we used, you know. I I remember you used to go to like uh, what's that church? Michaels and just buy little things. Yeah, yeah. We we started. Uh, so we were like really into model kits and stuff back in the day. Build up, uh, you know, garage kits and stuff all the time. How long you do that? I've known. Uh, I've known Ed since I was seventeen. I think. You ever go to high school so, together? No, we didn't go to high school together. Um, I, I, I was still in high school. He was, I guess he was either just graduated or something. He's like a year older than me. Ed graduated? <laughs> yeah, he graduated. Look this motherfucker up, ladies and gentlemen. He looks like Yosemite Sam. Yeah, I said it. So, uh, we... The bearded terror. A couple inches more and he'd be one of them Duck Dynasty. Yeah, he's pretty close to Duck Dynasty. So, you've known each other since high school. So, yeah, so like almost 30 years. You know, we've been friends. And uh, we were all into like the horror stuff together, and we would go to horror conventions like all over. Like we'd go out to California and stuff, and we would, you know, go to a horror convention with like no money. So we had like save up all this money, and like, well, we don't want to waste money on food, so we like eat one meal in the beginning of the day, and just like spend all our money throughout the rest of the day, like buying model kits and shit. And they'd be like, well, how are we gonna get this all back? <laughs> right, just like, at least to get food to eat, like, get, get the fuck back home. Let's just stuff our suitcase and stuff and then uh, Ed's mom was really into uh, dolls she collected dolls and she had these uh, black doll kits that she brought home and what were they called? They were, I don't know what they were called. I mean, they're, you said what kind of kids? Blank. Oh, blank. They're, they're like I thought blank. you said black dog. No, no, they're just like blank. Oh, like, fuck, only killed one baby. I know. <laughs> hint, hint, hint. Living dead dogs. Hint, hint, hint. Silky smooth standing here on the side. <laughs> Still got it right upstairs. Oh yeah. Sitting right. Up, I see it every day when I go to bed. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah. So his mom uh, bought these blank dog kits, and she was going to make angels. And uh, Ed saw them, and he thought they kind of looked dead. So he asked for a couple to like uh, paint up and stuff. And uh, at the time, I was doing a, uh, a mail order memorabilia company, like all hard, kind of hard merchandise, you know, posters and magazines and books. And is there an unearthly possession? That was unearthly possession, yeah. And uh, so we kind of had an outlet, and we did a chiller in like '98, uh, and he brought like he made like twelve dollars or something like that, put them on my table, and uh, was in the first night. Like all 12 souls. Like about, oh, how about that? So next show comes, try it again. First night they all sell. Like, we should like get together and like actually kind of make something out of it. Like give it a name and stuff like that. So, you know, we put our heads together. We came up with like a, like a bunch of dolls. We came up with a name. We came up with the, uh, we found like car coffins. Yeah, so we, you know, we bought a bunch of coffins. We got like a coffin supplier. We put them in. We silk screened the logos on the lids and stuff. And we started selling at the shows and uh, from there uh, like 2000 2000 uh, toy company bought one from us at a convention was that Mezco toy that was Mezco at the time they were called Aztec right right and uh, they just put out like the silent screamers toys and I knew I knew of the silent screamers so 
uh, they sent us a letter like, oh, you know, we're going to take toys, we did this line and stuff like that. And, you know, we'd be interested in, you know, talking with you guys, maybe doing something, taking over, manufacturing these for you. So I was like, well, you know, the sound screamers are quality, you know, toys. They were like, you know, high McFarlane type stuff like that. So like, hey, let's, you know, let's talk with them. So we went up to New York, we met with them. And at that time, I think Aztec, within those few months, broke up and Mezco Toys was formed. So they were like, look, you know, we love what you're doing. They were a new company. They were just starting. They were looking for licenses. I think they just had like Reservoir Dogs. They just got, you know, they were looking for other stuff. So they were like, look, you know, we want to keep you on, like, designing and everything, and we'll just take over manufacturing and distributing it. Yeah, so for those first original ones, how long did it take you to actually produce, uh, like, a doll? Like the one we were making by hand? Or? Yeah, yeah, when you were making them by hand. Uh, it, it would take, you know, quite a few hours, because we had to, like, get the dresses sewn, the hair, glue all that stuff on, uh, paint the faces and stuff, paint the shoes. It was like a, it was quite a project, you know. We would make like about forty or so. We try and get together and, and sell at a show, every show. So, and we're, so it was a lot of labor. And yeah, yeah. I mean, like, and it's funny. Uh, we sold for like forty bucks, which you know, when you take your time that went into it, you weren't making any money, really. You know. Yeah, it's more or less like getting the name and yeah, the product out there. Out there. Yeah. And it, and so like you know, first <laughs> back then people were like you know oh forty dollars for this yeah and now haters. now like Cut those the original handmade dolls go for like a thousand dollars yeah I, I seen when people would rather I would go to shows and see you there and they would be talking to you like yo can you make this this and this but send it to me and you do like customs right you know and you know that's cool too because now that's something that nobody else has and right, yeah. Well, that's the thing. When we were making them by hand, every single one we made was always different. We never made two of the same. We probably made about 200 different, like, handmade dolls over two years. And uh, every single one was always different. The one regret I have that we never did was we never took a picture of every one before we sold it. Oh, the old school. Yeah, but back then, we didn't. None of this was planned out. It was like, hey, this is cool. This is fun. Let's do this. Make a bus and you know, see what happens. I had no idea it was going to I remember that when you were telling me about it, and I was, uh, we were at a local comic store, and you were working with Stan at the time. I remember that. Yeah. And we got in comics. Oh, those things are never going to take off. You stick to get a real job. Here he is now, married. We've been it's almost depressed. 2018 will be 20 years. We've been doing it, and it's like. No sign to stop. It doesn't look like it's slowing down because no. you're on uh, series what now? Uh, so we're just wrapping up series 33. Jeez. Just got released. Right. <laughs> I remember I got one of the first series, the fashion victims that yeah. you did. Yeah, we've done so many spinoffs of little mini versions and like adult versions. I got mini. I got some minis. I got the. Uh, we did a lot of license. I got stuff. the African American dead child. Yeah. Shit, you ought to make a lot of them motherfuckers nowadays. Cops is killing them left, right, and center. <laughs> you can fucking model off of them. What the fuck? You need to make one with this, this black kid going. Really? <laughs> yeah, it's really. all in his ass. Black Lives Matter on his t-shirt. I'm telling you, people will buy it. Oh. So we have to do it with no lives matter. Though. Yeah, that'll work. Because he's dead. Yeah. And, that, and that, that sells too. I want a nickel for each fucking one you just said, motherfucker. I got witnesses. <laughs> all right, so academics are coming to your house and break your legs. With the actual ones, do you actually still do like any random customs or whatever? No, we don't do any customs anymore. We just, there's no time. There's no time. We do 
We're working so far ahead now. I mean, we, we like we probably put out at least maybe like twenty twenty five dollars a year, and to try and come up with like new fresh ideas right, right. like every year and not repeat ourselves and keep it like you know interesting. It, it's just there's no time to do any kind of customs. It's just impossible. Now, now, as far as for the type of dolls, I mean, are they, are, are they like rag? Are they porcelain? They're vinyl. They're vinyl. We've done we made cloth. Co- yeah, cloth clothing. Vinyl dolls. We've done like eighteen inch porcelain dolls in the past. We've done uh, plush rag dolls. Uh, we did plush dolls. Uh, Shit, you got t-shirts and lunch boxes. Yeah, t-shirts, <laughs> lunch box, board games, pencil uh, sharpener. That's right. Gene Simmons the shit out of that shit. <laughs> living dead dog fucking We did like a whole new thing now. We were just sitting around, uh, you know, talking about the whole fucking presidential election shit. Oh, you gotta do it, dead Trump and a dead hill. Well, what we did was like, so like our kind of mascot was called like Sadie. It was like the, kind of the first one to get dogs. It's been kind of a mascot symbol. Wednesday Adams, like dress and stuff. So we did like a whole vote for Sadie uh, for president campaign. That so, you know, it's like we did like lawn signs, t shirts, bumper stickers, pins, like a whole. And yeah, so, that's you know, it. it's like, When's that coming out? That's uh, shipping uh, now. I gotta check that out. So, yeah, that's so that. it's all like, you know, keep so America gotta, dead again. If you gotta make sign, America I'm gonna put, dead again. I'm gonna put it in front of yeah. the house. Yeah, we gotta show like, you how literally this like, country is. <laughs> I'd rather put like a whole thing. dead fucking zombie baby than these two fucking ass clowns that are out there. Exactly, exactly. So, you just came from a convention. Yeah, I I just went to that uh, Cinema Wasteland convention out in Cleveland, which is kind of specializes in uh, drive-in era, uh, all kind of, you know, 70s, 80s grindhouse movies. Cool. So you left straight from there, landed here, and came here. Yes. See, this is a special one, motherfuckers. If y'all ain't fucking listening now, man, he ain't never coming back. <laughs> so, um, I'm, uh, I'm in here the actual Damien dolls, did you say? The ones you, the, the actual we probably do like about it, it varies, but probably around maybe five thousand or so. Damn uh, per doll. I want no dollar. You, I see you in fucking real life. <laughs> We actually had dolls made of us. It's a real Damien Dorn. You got <laughs> so there was a company. You know they do those scans. Uh, like, we met them. Okay. Yeah, we we even like, had like, like, we got scans. Oh, did you? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, we were at uh, San Diego Comic Con a long time ago when San Diego Comic Con used to be cool. Right. <laughs> <laughs> now before it came now so it's like corporate. Yeah. And these people like they were like into the dolls. I'm like, hey, you know, you you want guys want to get their head scans? They're like, yeah, sure. So they scanned our heads and they now put like little uh, versions uh, that like fit on our doll bodies and they painted them up and stuff and dressed them and gave them to us so it's like literally really like, I gotta see that but like life uh, like realistic our heads on it it's with, with, with Ed's spooky yeah. ass beard yeah, it, like everything a baseball hat the beard it like gets all it's, that real scan stuff's amazing I mean, we were we were at the AC uh, what was it Atlantic City ACBC oh, yeah, yeah. we were there and they scanned us there yeah. did they output it or they just did a full body scan on us and you know we had the option if you want to oh, if you want to buy it so if you want to make figures and shit so I was thinking about doing some uh, uh, what are they called the um, Funko Pop the Funko Pop oh, yeah. getting some blanks and just doing some right. just, just painting them up to see how they you know you know, just for us you know and then people might like them we just give them to them but you know you can make living dead dolls of us three black motherfuckers <laughs> there you go. then you'll have four black dead people <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you had 
and we were all there at one of the most awesome birthday parties I have ever been to. Ever. Ever, ever, ever. Uh, explain to the motherfuckers listening to this shit I put this party in town because no one believes me when I tell them. I forget how it happened. We were like sitting around with a bunch of friends at a, I were having a party for, I think it was Jen's birthday party actually. And wife. Yeah, my wife. And uh, we're sitting around talking and my, we're talking about like my birthday was coming up in a couple months and uh, someone's like, oh, you know, you can rent like a movie theater. I was like, oh, I'm going to rent a movie theater. I'm going to have my birthday movie theater. Like, and I was like, hey, I'm going to pick like, you know, what kind of movie I'm going to show. I'm like, oh, well, you know, this theater is like, it just runs like first run movies. Like you can't, you can't pick what movie you want to show. It's like whatever you're showing, show. I'm like, eh, that's kind of lame because if the movie sucks, I don't want to, you know, get stuck in the theater watching a stupid watching movie. Watching a sucking movie and that's... Yeah. So, a friend of mine found a place out in Newtown. It's an old... It's, I think it's like one of the oldest theaters. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. Because it's the same chairs and a floor. Yeah. It's got like balcony and a stage and stuff. And you can rent this theater and show anything you want. So, I'm like, oh, I'm going to like... I got to figure out... Oh, it's like, I'm totally going to do this. Like, I got to figure out what movie I like. What would be like the best movie to show? And then, uh, like, so for our Halloween parties that we do every year, I put together like... Like, we show a movie, but I put together like drive-in clips and like all kind of like trailers and stuff beforehand. And someone was like, oh, I bet you're going to do something like that for the movie. And I was like, <laughs> the light bulb went off. I was like, I'm going to like just why show one movie because there's so many movies I love. I was like, I'm going to just take a bunch of clips from the, all the shit I love and make like one big like trailer of all kind of clips from movies and all kind of stupid shit I like. Yeah, you had like movies and music. Yeah. And trailers and all kind of shit. We were discussing it yesterday. Where the yeah. chaos and academics were sitting at my daughter's uh, baby shower. It was like nothing is funnier than having, you know, like between us three and, our, and me and academics' wife. That was five black people there. <laughs> yeah. And then when the NWA straight out of Compton shows up, and everybody's go, that's white is like straight out of Compton. A mother mm, ice cube. I'm like, man, just say that shit. You know you. <laughs> want to say it? What the fucking I don't I remember know. when they came God, out in 1987 and blew my mind. I was like, I fucking love this band. Yeah, go figure that shit, right? <laughs> I didn't understand it back then. Damien to was me, telling me about it. To me, NWA was like a punk rock band. Just know? black. Yeah, just didn't matter. Didn't matter the type of music. They were like that aesthetic of punk rock. I was like, I fucking love this. <laughs> that was too funny. A mother, mm, mm, ice cube. I'm like, what's mm, I never had a motherfucker walk up to me. Get out of the way, you. Mm, mm. No, no, no. Just say the fucking Shit, I don't give a fuck. Nigga, 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 motherfucker. Everybody want to be a nigga and doesn't want to be a nigga. You know that. <laughs> so that was like the craziest yeah. shit. We're eating popcorn, watching. It's almost yeah, like it was great because you can bring your own food, alcohol. I mean, that's right. Like, it was like a awesome. peak. It was almost like this weird peak, ladies and gentlemen, into the mind of this motherfucker. Yeah, pretty much. And it was like, it was funny watching like academics chaos myself. We know this motherfucker and what he likes. Wow, your wife, academics. To my wife know of Damien and Jerry knows Damien quite well, but she don't know no no. no. Then she's like, is that, wife found is that a piece of wood going into a bitch's eye? Or what? That, was, yeah, that, was, that was a scene. Everybody was like, all right, fuck it, I'm gonna go home. Bitches. That was funny because uh, when Newbie uh, says optometrist, then all of a sudden the scene. But what, what, what was the movie from with the um, splinter? Splinter zombie, zombie two. Zombie, yeah, zombie two. All of a sudden you just see a splinter going towards the eye. Yeah, yeah. And you're thinking like they're gonna cut. No cut, no, 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 no cut. cut. No fade away. No. Nope. And, 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 and Benny's wife, the optometrist chick, is going, no, no. 
And it's like, as if it's bad enough, it goes in slow motion. It's like, if that's not bad enough, it breaks off. Breaks off. Breaks off. <laughs> and, and people worried about that. The one that fucked me up was when the chick was throwing up. Oh, and all yeah, the guts, guts came out. Yeah. She threw, I mean, I, I still, like, I still can't find that movie. I still can't find it. It should be everywhere. I can't find it. I'll find it. Okay, thank you. Gates of <laughs> Hell. I gotta get Gates my, of Hell. Uh, my, you know, my interests are all over the place. I yes, love, they are. And that's good. So many different things. It's like, I love horror the most more than anything, but I love a lot of other crazy shit. I mean, dude, right now you look scarier than ever wearing a black t-shirt <laughs> with nothing on it. I'm just noticing, this motherfucker got shit on his t-shirt, so he's in a, for a certain kind of mind frame. I don't know what the fuck that means, but, you know, he's like got a stripe or something. He's got a skull. <laughs> so, uh, how do you feel, um, messing up the smooth formation and development of child's personality and mental health? Who said that? Grease? Who said that, Grease? Yeah, you fucking up kids. Yeah, we got banned in Greece. You got banned. As far as I look, you got banned in Greece. Singapore. In Singapore. Yeah. And even in uh, Ireland. Hold They were looking into Ireland. A city of motherfucking drunks that beat drunks? each other up. It was like a moment Ireland. of clarity. Greece. A city that know, sees like, anybody darker than them is fucking inferior and they, they're fucking up our country. I know, it's like Greece. And, what, and, and what's the other country? Singapore. Singapore. Would it beat a bitch with a stick? You fucking go to jail like chewing gum. <laughs> Singapore, home of the greatest hookers in the world. <laughs> but them and dead dogs, no, we're yeah, not having that. Was, uh, yeah. that was crazy when that happened. That's cool, you're getting banned. That's just, yeah, they was like, um, the, the Minister of State for Children described it as a question of public morality. Yes, yeah. Awesome. Greece has morals. Greece. <laughs> Clash of the Titans. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they got morals. Vomitorium. <laughs> fucking. fucking little boys. <laughs> I love Greece. Grease is the word, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they use the grease. <laughs> so, so today's horror being that you are literally, in my opinion, the master of horror. You really are. You're not an actor who's out there portraying this shit. You know this shit straight up. And we don't agree on everything, but not when it comes to hard shit, you know your heart. You be like, I hate Blade. Why? What's this? He's the only thing in the movie I like. <laughs> He's playing Wesley Snipes. There you go. Like motherfuckers don't play themselves all the time anywhere yeah. else. But today's hard. I mean, why is it today that on Halloween, the month of October, you're doing your 28 days of horror of Halloween, 31 days of Halloween, 28 days. That's you think it's 28 days later? Yeah. <laughs> but you're doing that shit. But there's, they don't rarely release shit on the Halloween weekend. What the fuck is up with that shit? Now, this corporation's that fucked up. I mean, Dave for like you for a long time, like there was a new Saw movie every October. They did that. Saw. And then they did like a, a new paranormal activity movie. And that was paranormal activity. Because <laughs> <laughs> also, I remember a while ago, um, there was, it was, I think it was called After Dark Terror Horror. Yeah, yeah. They used to uh, release like eight movies. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. I haven't awesome. heard, heard about anything from haven't done that in a long time. Because, matter of fact, one of the, um, one of the movies that I remember uh, that was released from that was called Penny Dreadful. Yes. Which yeah. is now a show that no, I love that. Loves. That's, that's yeah. totally different. Uh, hey, hey, it's a totally yeah. different thing, but, but it, yeah. as far as well, like, what is that about? Oh, like, monsters yeah. fucking and fighting. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. much it. You know, it's like Christmas time. You always got like, what, three Christmas movies coming right, out. Right, right, right. Halloween, you think you get think so, you know? Yeah. Thanksgiving, a fucking turkey. That whole Christmas thing now, you got Bad Santa coming out in like October, I think. 
I'm thinking, Lord, I think maybe because should be like half of the half of the horror that come out be shit. Why? Why? So it be. What is good right now in the horror? In the horror realm, right there now. is good horror at all the time. Every year coming out, it's just it's not in theaters. Yeah, it's got search for it. Yeah, you know, it's, it's foreign films. There's so many good foreign films out, or stuff going straight to DVD, or you know, on demand or something. But it's just not in theaters, really. You know? Yeah, it's not that many. You gotta look for it. Not that many of the commercial ones yeah. going straight to theaters yeah. that are because but uh, the Blair Witch that just recently yeah. came out. Yeah. What the fuck? That was a total disappointment. Total you disappointment. saw you were you actually was. The- I had to. I had no choice. I love the first Blair Witch movie. I had to go see this. One. I knew. I said, man, I was like, man, this is just. That was one of them. You look at the trailer and say, oh, that's gonna be bad. Yeah. So it, did, I, it didn't matter. I, I said, oh. I mean, even if you want to, oh, I can't. I, I think I wouldn't even call it horror, but the last quote unquote scary movie I seen in theaters was Don't Breathe. No, I heard. I didn't see that, but I heard. I didn't see that either, and I heard. Like I saw like lights out. I went to see. No, my car broke down. I was stuck on the highway, not breathing. Lights out. Was that one with the you know, yeah, the blind guy? Like, and that was based off the, a ten minute. Was the blind guy? Yeah, lights out was, was, was like a film, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was like a ten minute short these people made, and it was great short, fucking scary as hell. And I think the movie was like whatever, it had its moments, you know. But uh, you gotta look at it, it's like the genre of horror is like the horror movies come out. It doesn't have to be around Halloween. They're releasing horror movies you know, throughout the year. Yeah, throughout the entire year because it doesn't. It's not like a select thing like Christmas. You're not gonna release. It's not like a holiday type thing. You can put it any time. And horror fans, it's like, you know, what other, outside of like comic books, you know, what other medium has conventions throughout the year all over the place. It's like, you don't have like comedy conventions or drama. Like, nobody gives a shit about this stuff. It's all like horror conventions and their fans are so dedicated you know, to all their movies and people they like and stuff like that. It's more so than like any other genre or medium really. And also at the same like, time how like a lot of them are cheap to make right. but well, yield great um, yield a great return. This this weekend alone there are six car conventions in this country on the same weekend. Wow. Just this weekend. And that doesn't count like what's gonna be next weekend or right, weekend right, after right, and that's right. crazy. And like you were saying, like every you know, look at like big directors. All their first movies were horror no. movies. You know? yeah. Jaws like this, is definitely a horror movie. And no, they have big returns. You know? yeah, Sam Raimi is famous for that. Yeah. Oh, Steven yeah. Spielberg Steve with Jaws and uh, what was the other one with the two, the Brian De Palma? Brian De Palma, John Carpenter, John Carpenter, Stephen King, yeah. so on and so forth. <laughs> the last horror film I seen, I, matter of fact, me and Cass watched it. It was called Bad Phases. Did you ever see Bad Phases? It was a Never heard of that. it was a decent twist on the werewolf film. Oh, is it Bad Moon? Was no bad. Oh, phases. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, the, uh, I, I remember that. The now. blind yes. fucking military yes. guy being sent to an old folks' home. Yeah, and yep. there's a werewolf in the old folks' yeah. village killing people. I do remember that now. Yeah, and they killed the werewolf killed the blind guy's dog. And this oh, dude yeah, was pissed. Yeah, and he set this whole shit up to get this <laughs> werewolf, and the werewolf was fighting people to get an army together, and he fucking took them all out. I thought it was a really good show. For the fact that they didn't have the money to fucking really come right. up with a bunch of yeah. werewolf suits, but they worked around that. And that shows the less money you have, the more creativity you get. Exactly. Deadpool's living proof of that. The less money you have, you gotta be creative. Deadpool was like one of the best superhero movies I think ever made. But also at the same time, with horror movies being so cheap to make to a certain extent, sometimes that yields a lot of them. 
Bad ones. Yes, absolutely. But, you know, it's like, look at Paranormal Activity. Yeah. How much did that cost? You know? Well, yeah. Look at Halloween. Oh, yeah. yeah. Halloween. Halloween. Oh, yeah. Technically, if you want to call it that, the purge. Yeah. You know? I mean, even though this, like this, this year's the, the latest purge seems like it's... I hear they're making a TV show for the purge. They're working on a TV show for it. It's the purge. I mean, I'm going to purge in every goddamn night. But I like the... um. The country. I like yeah. both of them. See, oh, I shit. Like yeah, the we, second one. He hated them. I, I like the first one. I thought first the first one was the good. Second, the, the, the second one always. Yeah. Know. It's not it, like back what? in the day. The first one was kind of. I mean, I know they're both based on true stories, but the yeah. first one was like somewhat believable. Like you know, it wasn't nothing too far fetched. But the second one, I think they just threw too much like special effects yeah. stuff in there. I was like, come on, this is like I, this would never happen. This is not believable. You know. Well, all I know was when me and I. Academic scene in the movie, I was sitting next to him and I had a fucking attack and I passed out next to him and woke up on his shoulder going, Did I miss anything? And all I see was Academic's eyes, big in circles, like, No, you okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was the scariest part of the movie to me, but other than that, it was cool. Yeah. I mean, I didn't hate it. It, it, it had room to be fixed. Yeah, it had its moments. It had, uh, exactly. It I wasn't like, as good as the first one. I think the two yeah. main actors, uh, the husband and wife, are really good together. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. I mean, I could, uh, yeah. I think doing a whole series of films with them would be a cool thing. You know, just fucking do a TV show. You know, they would work as a TV know. show. Why not? We had Friday the 13th, the series. I had nothing like to do with fucking like files. There you go. And going along with that, um, I know there's the whole licensing thing and everything else. Is there has there ever been or is there anything of like trying to not exactly duplicate what you see on screen as far as for like your dolls, but sort of try to shadow. Or like, well, no, we like if you do license stuff. No, I'm, I'm saying, but like, um, the nun in the Conjuring too, like something like that. That would uh, be oddly enough. We've done a nun doll like a long. When we first started, we did like a nun and priest, and the nun in the Conjuring too looks a lot like our nun doll. Wow! If you look at the eyes and stuff, so, compared to both of them together, very similar. Didn't you do a Hellraiser? Uh, that's coming out. Yeah, we did just did Pinhead. That'll be out in like uh, December or something like that. I think. We did a Hellraiser, uh, Evil Dead 2, Hellraiser. Trick or Treat, and Beetlejuice are the latest ones we all did just coming out. Do you, and you get permission? Yeah, we have to get license for all that stuff. There's some shit always happen on Hellraiser that after a while you look back and be like, damn, you fucked him up, man. Why you touch that box? Leave that box alone. What's in the box? Divorce papers, motherfucker. I have watched Hellraiser and that thought shit. Damn, I'm still like, the next day I'm like, damn, he got fucked up on that. I really really don't want to see a remake of it. I really don't. And I keep saying they're gonna. Well, there's a new one coming out, but I don't think it's a remake. It's, It's actually, I think, some kind of continuation. They made like eight. Right, yeah, yeah. After the second one, it's kind of through. Yeah, pretty much. I want to see a remake, literally beat for beat, of Rawhead Rex. Clive Barker's Rawhead Rex. Sounds like that's a movie you can get away with. Yeah, because, like, you know, let's face it, they had a pro wrestler dude with a fucking rubber mask on beating the shit out of people, raping chicks with big tits. Right. Other than that. But I like that movie because I thought it was Rawhead Rex was a great movie. It was great. But see, that's that's my. You look like one of the Road Warriors, right? Yeah, right. (laughs) I noticed a lot of people's favorite thing was the zombies. Mine was always the boogeyman. Yeah. Mine, that's my favorite. Mine was always werewolves. Mine was and werewolves are tough movies because 
There's not a lot of good ones. <laughs> this is true. This is true. Yeah. But like I said, uh, uh, Bad Phases is one of the better ones. Yeah. I liked... Uh, Dark Soldiers was good. Dark Soldiers was awesome. Yeah, I was just about to say, what happened to the second one? Yeah, they kept saying they were going to make a second one. Howling was good. Howling American Werewolf. Yeah. Wolfman was give and take, but I did like the design. Yeah. I liked the design. Company of Wolves. Was, that wasn't all right. Yeah, man. Fucking Howling. dogs on the Howling. Yeah. Wolfman. One of my Wolfman. First, yeah, that was a good one. That was one of my Finney. first movies to be coast before I, before I can go sneak the porn tape out of the, <laughs> That was my first, the first porn tape to look at. Howl, I'm looking at the Howling or something. What you want? It's a scary movie. We won't wait for the second. Part. Oh, yeah. Right? <laughs> it, it turned out to be cartoon. <laughs> Turn the full moon. Right. Wow. But you're, uh, you're doing a. Um, what's that on Facebook? The uh, 31 Days of Halloween? So I write for this website Echo called Base. Echo Base. Yeah, yeah I, I, like, I did an article for him. Oh, okay. So uh, I mostly write hard stuff for him. It's like, you know, you write what you know. And, uh, last year I did it. I came up with this idea that I would write and watch a movie every day and write an article about it. And it really was much more challenging than I ever thought. Like 31 of them motherfuckers, yeah, like, dude. Man. I followed every last one. <laughs> like, I don't have time. I'd be up like late at night. Like, I got to watch this movie. I got to have an article tomorrow. You know, it's like, how could you not? You already committed to it. So I thought it'd be a good idea to do this again. <laughs> it was so bad the first yeah. time. He's gonna punish himself. But, you know, I got a really good response. I was surprised how many people said they really liked it and really yeah, yeah, enjoyed yeah. reading. They were sad when it was over. So I was like, yeah, fuck it. We up. gotta wait for Halloween, motherfucker. Yeah. You can't have it again, fucking so. 365 days. You know, started it. Did yesterday was a uh, house on Sorority Row. Old school. Old school was it the old school one, right? Yeah. 81, I think. Or 83. What was the? Uh, that was your second one, right? That was the first one. First one. Today was uh, Bloody Moon. What's that? Uh, That's a Spanish uh, Jeff Franco slasher. Uh, you know, European, Euro. Dude, trash. you turned me on to Felucci. You turned, you turned me on. Is that what it is? Fulci? Yeah, Fulci. I call him Felucci. <laughs> no, it's Fulci. You turned me on to him. You turned me on to uh, Dario Argento. Yeah. And uh, it just was sad that he did that Dracula movie that just I wasn't couldn't even hard. watch that. I couldn't get through it. But that, and his daughter's hot. Yeah. He hasn't made a good movie in like. It's like, yeah, what, dude? Yeah. You're the expert. You're the king, man, of Euro trash shit. Dude, my, one of my favorites is fucking the, the zombie, the two zombie films, and they keep saying it's like, what do you call it? Not a trilogy, it's four of the motherfuckers, and they really have, they really have nothing to do with the other two, because it was zombie, Oh no, it's not zombie, demon, demon two, then there was like, the black demons with the right. zombies, the three black slaves that was yeah. like killing motherfuckers. Yeah, that, yeah, they didn't really have that. And, and it had nothing to do with anything. We, we, I bought it just the word black and zombie, and how, how funny black could demons. it not be? <laughs> I remember Night of the Demons. Yeah. And I seen a movie, and I couldn't believe it. The first movie I ever seen, the first time where a black guy made it to the end. He ran and jumped over the wall. He was the hero. I said I had to. I, I I got two versions of that. I, I mean, I got two. I got the VHS film and the DVD to the movie. Right, right. And I watch it when it come on. I said, watch this. That's I tell everybody, you, you got to see this. This is. Chick I never was, uh, heard. Pushes the lipstick. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Man, that was, that's the one of my favorites. Yeah. What the fuck was that all about? That yeah. was, <laughs> and, and I said, this is exactly how a black person, when it comes to something scary, they say, yo, I'm getting the fuck out. I'm getting the fuck I, out. I, I, I am not investigating.
investigate. I'll investigate when I get home. I'll, I'll fucking text the motherfucker. That's it. It's no I way that shit work out. There's no way in hell you can kill first. Fuck all that shit. There's no way you can do it. There's no way you can do it. It's not going to end well. It never does. You weren't in the car that time when we went. Fuck yeah. Check this shit out. Me and this motherfucker, Damien, with two other brothers that, that own the comic book store, we go see The Hand that Rock the Cradle. Not particularly a horror movie, but it was actually a well-done film. Rebecca Jean Mornay starred in it, and I was like, hey, that's a chick from Risky Business. So we watched this shit, and it was kind of fucking spooky. So I want to say that they're dropping me off home, because we're all in a fucking small pickup truck, just like mine, the Ranger. Yeah. I still got my Ranger, by the way. Oh, my God. Yep. We're in the Ranger. I'm in the back seat with this guy, because it was like the jump seat. So me, me and Damien sitting in the back, the brothers in the front. We're driving down 295, talking about this movie, just that before, when it's nighttime and it's dark and shit, and we're coming up on an overpass, Broad Street overpass, and we're coming up, and I'm looking, I'm like, what the fuck is that? Damien goes, I don't know, it looks like a fucking somebody's throwing a body, jokingly, over the fucking overpass. This bitch is wrapped up in a sheet. They throw this fucking body over an overpass. And we slide off the road and we screaming and shit like like you should. And these motherfuckers in the front seat go, yo, I'm going to go check it out. Nothing good can come from this, man. So, I'm not getting the fuck out the car. So basically, they did a Jeepers Creepers. Fuck yeah! <laughs> and the bitches go out and check it out. I hated that movie for that reason. <laughs> yeah, just for the fuck they like, set up stupidity. Yeah, it was like, we should go back. Why would you do that? Why would you do did that? Did we get out the car? <laughs> no. And, we and, stayed and in the like, back seat. like I say, in cases like that, that, that the, the, the movie will be two minutes. Yeah. Yep. Credits are like, Right. You just said, yep. Black guy one. Black guy two. Black guy three. White guy dead. And, and that's how it is. And so they go out to investigate. Tractor trailers come. And he's leaning on the horn. Getting closer, closer, closer. We're in the backseat like, oh, shit. This is just not going to be good. Tractor trailer comes. Hits this fucking thing. And it's sliding all down the road. It was a fucking mannequin. That being said, the Italian dude in the black dude stayed in the back seat. They took me home. It was the quietest ride. I get in the house. My wife's like, so how was the movie? It's okay. I just need to go sleep. It's okay. I'm like, what the fuck? I knew it was, you know, your mind's telling you, all right, thank God it's not a real body. That doesn't make it not scary. Who the fuck does this type of shit? You know? Wrap something up in a white sheet. And throw it. You're already, that's already a bad sign. Strike one. White sheet, black guy. Stay away from that shit. That's just how it is. Don't give a fuck. It could be a fucking medical emergency. I ain't going near that shit. I remember over a couple go across the Calhoun Street Bridge. Right? Because I was going to the pizza shop on Halloween. And it's that, that side street that's right next to the Delaware. I rolled that way because the pizza shop right on Bridge Road. On Trenton right. Road. Bridge, the whole Trenton Road. Right there. I went to the pizza shop. So I'm going back. I seen the police, right? I said, oh, you know how it is. I said, oh, I'm gonna fix my food. I got hot ass pizza here. I want to get it home yeah. so everybody can eat. I hope you don't stop. So, you know how you drive it slow and let him, let, I let him go because he don't study. So I said, right, right, let him go back. Right. Right. So then, when we got, I got a little closer down the road, like in the shadows, I said, is that a, what is that in the middle of the street? 
So the, when the cop went around, he nailed it. Bam! Looked like a body. Like it flipped over and hit my car at the same time. We both like eh. he gets out. What the fuck was that, man? You see it? I said, I said the same thing. So we, I'm standing on now. He the police officer. He's standing ahead of me. I got this hot ass piece on the on the chair. Standing in the middle of the street with the car, me and him. And he comes back to me, and I'm looking. He's standing there. He just as scared as I am. Looking up, say, man, you got the gun. You know what I'm saying? He said, he looks. He said, man, what the fuck is that? Because it was something. Right, right, right. It was something hairy. So he went oh, over to it. It's something like hairy. Looked like it was. Looked like he hit a werewolf or something. Jeez, the fuck damn. Out. So we like, what the fuck? So he got close to it, right? Same thing, like you said. Somebody dressed up a mannequin as a werewolf. That sucks. But they oh, stood in the street and he fucked it up. <laughs> like, when we seen it, Shit. he went over to it. We we had a distance. He he leaning over. He pulled back. He kicked it a little bit. The camera moved. He went. Then he just shot, shot it. Said, yeah, shot it. Oh, this shit, yeah. shit is a damn joke. He said, who does some dumbass? He said, he said, so, who does this? So now we got two dummies that were hit, right? <laughs> I was dating. See, back to the Italian thing. I was dating this mob girl, right? Straight mob, straight up Italian mob. You know, terrified. The most scariest fucking four years of my life. So I'm dating her. We go to masquerade party. And um, after the party, I'm driving her back home. So to get back off of the, the, the highway, you have to go off of the fucking, you know, the little, what do they call that shit? The fucking get on the off ramp, go off ramp, off ramp. We're just talking about the party or whatever. And at the end of the off ramp, because you have that nighttime light where they put them orange lights on outside yeah. sometimes. And I'm like, is that a fucking guy standing at the end of the fucking off ramp? <laughs> Dressed as Michael Myers <laughs> and just standing there breathing <sighs> with a knife in his hand. And I'm coming down the off ramp slow, and that's when I slow it even further. I'm like, alright, this shit ain't even funny. <laughs> I hit the horn. Toot toot, motherfucker. You know, and she's like, straight mom, run his ass over. I'm like, I am not killing anybody because you want to hurry to get home. And this bitch did not move. He walked, started walking up the the offering. Fucking like he was ready for some business. He meant business. I put that motherfucking second gear, third gear, and I was driving a Mustang at the time. I was like, man, he gonna fuck my car up. He jumped out the way at the last motherfucking minute because I'm that dude that don't go, I'm getting out the car to talk to you. Yeah. Fuck all that. I'm running your ass over and I'm calling my insurance company and call the rep. But that scared the living shit out of me. You know, I was like, this bitch wanted me to kill him. I ain't getting out the goddamn car. I don't I'm not doing that. Fuck I don't see plenty of time to scaring and usher. You learn a lot from fucking horror movies. Yeah. <laughs> you really do. That's why you should, you should watch them. Like, like Dudley on Friday the 13th. What did you do with Jason? He ran Dudley. and he kept on running. What I learned is, is I mind my own business. And mind your own business. Mind your own business. <laughs> yep. But you see that? Nope. I didn't see shit. Come on, eat me a sandwich. <laughs> I can remember like that whole like a uh, fright night. Yeah. He sees that vampire across the house and away. No. Nope. Two gay guys that. Doing business. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Now you remember <laughs> all good. American <laughs> Werewolf in London when they was both walking in here? 
Yeah. They walking. They said, "Huh?" They walking. Yeah. Man, my friend was walking through the Catwalk Park at night, and the dog. He we it had we, we thought about it. It was a dog. Ooh, you know, just made the noise. Then we took off running. He said, while we running, that's when we talking. We hauling that. He said, yo, where's that? Who's that? Is it behind us? I don't know. I'm not looking. I'm not looking. Till we see him. Like, when we got home, close to home. This how, this, and this is how young, so they can hear. This is how young black kids do when they scared and they running. They get home. You, We don't stop right there. When he get to where he got at, he spit off go his way and he go that way. Right, right. He's still hauling ass. And we right. get in. You ain't slowing down until you in the house. So in the run up the stairs. Yep. In the bed. stairs. In the bed. Run up the stairs. Don't stop. I was like, uh, I used to live in Ewing right off uh, by Calhoun uh, Park. And I was like about two lights away from the park on Parkside. Late one night, I'm like the only car in the road. Come to a stoplight and just, you know, sitting there. Three fucking big dogs. Like, trotting down the sidewalk, you know. Come to the, like, uh, I'm at the red light waiting. They come. Just trot across the street. Third dog turns, looks at me, and keep going like, roll them up. <laughs> Drive home. I was like, uh, I'm like follow me home. Oh no, fucking devil dog. Right. All right, all right. Like get out of the car. I'm like looking around, make Maybe sure. Maybe you gotta dodge pit bulls and crackheads. <laughs> now that's some scary shit for a fucking Italian dude in the hood. Along with Echo Banks, I also seen that she used to contribute with Evil Speak magazine. Do you still yeah, do that? yeah, I still uh, do stuff for Evil Speak magazine. That just like a underground uh, horror magazine. I remember. Uh, there it is, El Luchador. <laughs> when we were at your party, a friend of yours uh, gave you a, a gift, and it was like some kind of symbol on, made out of wood or something. And academics' wife says, "I mean, that's devil worship. That's got to be devil worship." I'm not like, and I'm trying to play it off like, "Nah, it's just a decoration." <laughs> And so you're sitting there taking pictures with it, and then we go to take a picture, and she goes, "What is that?" And you scream, "Hell, Satan!" Now mind you, this born again Christian woman's living there, lost her damn mind. Like, I gotta get the fuck up out of here. I was so drunk at that point. Oh, that was, yeah, you're walking was, out with a big ass goblet. I was there. so drunk by the end of the night. We were just talking about this before I got here. We were just talking about that with her, um, with my brother-in-law, with her brother. You know, he said, "Yeah." I said, Damien done jammed me up. He said, Sada took me there. He done turned around and turned to the other side. He <laughs> took us to a, a cult. They said it was a cult. And Terry's like, it's not a cult. They're really nice people. There's a cult. I said, every, I said, look. I said, we interviewed them. They grew up as friends. He's cool with me. I ain't got nothing to do with what. <laughs> Whatever went goat, he's, he's killing that guy. So she, she didn't send us messages like, what happened when she first asked when a young lady said, oh, it's for peace. It's for peace. <laughs> a sign of peace. Like that. Said, right. Of the world. So then. 
Rodney, you know him. The uh, movie is back. We really got the name to start the corruption. Yeah. Started up. Put <laughs> <laughs> a poker and fire. <laughs> hey man, what is this in your hand? Oh, that's hell Satan. Hell Satan. <laughs> With a big ass drink in his hand, stumbling all over the place. Her eyes got red. She said, "Okay." <laughs> Look at Terry and Terry's like, um, <laughs> we done took this woman to a cult meeting. Fair enough, we had videos of straight out of Compton meets an eyeball getting spoked with a fucking piece of wood. Uh, uh, you still doing your music? Nah. We ain't got no time. Well, we don't have a drummer. There's a problem. Dude, you can drum. Have bang on the table. God damn it. You white people. Y'all shit ain't got rhythm. Ever. Let's be real. None of it has rhythm. Especially that shit you're doing. Screaming and hollering. We're it. And all my beard is so ugly. Hey, it's different strokes for different folks, motherfucker. Yeah. Speaking of different fucking strokes, uh, on a wrestling thing, what did you think about that Sheamus and uh, Cesaro? What the fuck was that even about? I mean, because you had... Is that an airplane taking off? Or boom? Okay, boom. <laughs> you got two big guys. You got this guy from uh, 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 Ireland, big Irish guy, white and fucking like a neon light. <laughs> and he's teaming with a, uh, what's Cesaro from Switzerland? Cesaro from Switzerland. And, and they did like a best of seven. You know, and we all know it's a work, but now you're at the seventh match, so you figure somebody's going to win because they built it uh, storyline-wise. This was the build-up. But you're still in the hood of the neglecting, if you remember that. Cesaro won two previous matches against Sheamus before they, before they even decided to have a best, of, best seven. of seven. So technically, it's a best of nine. Which, that being said, technically, Sheamus, Cesaro would have won. But they, WWE and their wisdom just don't believe in their own history. That happens weeks ago. <laughs> so they have this match. They fucking end it with a guy. Uh, you'd think they'd end it when the fucking uh, Swiss guy, Cesaro, dives out of the ropes and lands on his fucking head. And he's not a little man. This dude's like 260 pounds and it looks like a kill. <laughs> and the, you can hear the, the air just leave their audience. They knew he was dead. He wasn't moving. He was crumpled up. But they uh, checked on him and he continued to fucking match. And then they end it with like they flip over the guardrail on the uh, outside I'm like that's supposed to hurt him but landing on his head in real life yeah. didn't help hurt him it was just so awkward and then they, they they called the match a draw and then on Monday the way they fixed it was like well uh, since nobody won we're gonna make you a partners where's the logic in there there's no logic in there I don't understand All right well, okay. You look for logic in wrestling. This is true. But <laughs> so there's that's a, problem number one. But some of the best fucking angles in wrestling have a little logic and truth in it. This had none of that. And they worked out weeks to do this shit. And I don't understand it. Oh, shit. He landed right on his head. Right on his head, right? That had a hurt. And he's oh, a big guy. Man. Oh. See? So shouldn't you ended it there? Yeah. You should have ended it there in a real life. He's been like, yo, just, just, we gotta stop it. Yeah. This really hurt him. him. <laughs> no, they let him go another five fucking minutes. God, and it ended so anticlimactic. It's like, it's like me if I was at Webster Hall and decided to take that chick back to her apartment and pull down her panties. And I knew there was a dick there, but I was hoping and praying that it was. <laughs> the only thing that really and you were screaming. See him? He's got really big traps. Right. right. That's the only thing that probably saved him from 
breaking his neck. And, and you're screaming, you know he's got a dick, right? You know he's got a dick. <laughs> Although it might not be. That's what this yeah. whole thing was. That was ridiculous. So, I, I, for one, I don't know, you know, about chaos, but I, for one, I'm on strike. I'm not watching that shit no more until they fucking get their shit together. I, I'm a Lucha Underground guy, because that oh, shit is total oh, fantasy. That's that, uh, on an L Ray, right? Yeah, total fantasy. I hear it's like, it's, it's fucking it's amazing. awesome. Yeah. Like drama to, and, uh, like, wrestling all in one thing. It's like, it, it, it's a it's drama. Like We're wrestling scenes. in the background. Yeah. You need to see if y'all can do some Lucha Underground characters. I think that'd be we awesome. Did, uh, we did a, a Mexican wrestling. Well, uh, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Chaos showed me a picture of one of them. Yeah. Which yeah. almost, it looks like that's where we and Wick did. Where Mortez came Took his inspiration from, because that's his fucking wrestling. Maybe. So, you know, also, while we're still in the wrestling team. Yeah, I... You gonna buy TNA or what? I do still watch. I mean, I equate it to that whole smokers thing of one equate, but but yeah, I still watch. But see, I'm I'm one of the plus three people as far as they call with the DVRs and stuff. So yeah, so when I watch it, I, I can knock out that three hour show in probably in about an hour because majority of stuff I'm fast forwarding anyway. So, but Dude, I ain't got that much shit in me. I could go upstairs and take a shit and still come down and say, God damn it, this shit's still on. But yeah, I mean, it, that, that, that's just so disappointing and everything. I mean, it, it's just that because uh, being what we came from, being right, what we right. know, certain things nowadays, it just don't make sense. I mean, just like uh, going back real quick Everything to that. said, wrestling, making sense. <laughs> yeah, but... It, it, he keeps asking me, you still doing this shit? What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> At one time, sometimes it did, just like with the whole... The triple yeah, threat. Okay. I gotta tell you about this movie I just saw. But finish up. Because it has to do with, like, after you see something, like, okay, see it yeah. once, like, why would you keep doing this? Right, right, right. Basically, with the um, triple threat match for the women's title. Now, with that, there's always the implicity that it's no DQ. So, if you have, so if one of your, one of your three competitors has a second, why isn't that second interfering. constantly interfering in the match if it's no DQ? She made the match fair. Yeah, it's pretty much. She stood there for. You're the villain, and you got a sidekick. Is what he's saying. Shouldn't that sidekick be going out of her way to help you win? If you sidekick's job, that's sidekick's job. Qualified nuts. Minions, man. What do they do? <laughs> this bitch did nothing but show her tits from the from the match. <laughs> if I was the heel and Durani, if I was the second Durani, we were heels. I would immediately just start attacking both of his opponents. <laughs> right. All she did was show her minions. That's it. She did nothing. I think I think she got involved once out of like a 15 minute match. And then when she got she got involved, the announcers didn't even acknowledge that she didn't. It was so bad. Like, so basically, it's the whole psychology part of it that was just disappointing. And as far as for TNA, um, let me see. I think I think I got. Like I got a, 25 dollars. I think I got like a 350. So we got 28 dollars. <laughs> we can buy this shit when we got till 8 o'clock. Right now it's 5.59 to buy this motherfucker. But this yeah. whole wrestling promotion is going crashing to the ground and Billy Corrigan is trying to be the, the, the sole owner of it. Right now he's, 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 he's the legitimate president of this what? federation. Yeah, he wants Billy to Corrigan. own it. Yes, Billy Corrigan smashing pumpkins is that same Why? one. Because he's a wrestling fan. Really? Yeah. 
Call Billy up. Tell okay. him if you fucking get a fucking hookup and give it. But yeah, so it's uh, this. But this is the sad part, though. Is the Emmy product has been getting better. better. The show has been getting better. But yet, there's people behind the scenes. But yet, the leadership horrible for the past. What do you say about seven years? Seven years horrible has been horrible to where I mean they started on Spike TV. Now, while Spike TV may not be a USA, NBC, or a CBS or whatever, they still had a a steady one uh, one million to somebody one uh, one million plus audience, and they were getting paid, and they were getting paid to be on there. But then some shady behind the scenes shit that Spike didn't like got him kicked off the network. Right now they wound up on um, Destination America. Destination America for free, for free. Yeah, which was I mean, do you even know what Destination America is? No, it shows Bigfoot exactly. rednecks. Edward know it's like Bigfoot rednecks. A lot of the ghost hunters type shows. And a progression show. Look at like, that, like they had. Didn't they have like wrestling on the Sci-Fi Channel? Yeah, yeah, same. Never, but that's, never understood. Why was that on Sci-Fi? Because USA owns Sci-Fi Channel, and Sci-Fi they couldn't channel. put it, They couldn't find any other channel to put it on. No, because yeah, they wanted to <laughs> buy no And then the no character sense. that USA wanted was a zombie wrestler. <laughs> that lasted a whole two episodes. So that's how they had to like somehow <laughs> they're incorporated. Yeah. So then they um they went to Dutch Native America. That got cut in half. So they no longer. Had the million because one had people didn't know what Dutch Nation America was, and it wasn't as widespread as Spike. So Dutch Nation America had a, a, a clause in the contract, so they had it out. So they started there in January. They got rid of them in September. So they weren't even there a full year. So they just as when we thought this dying thing once again, like a phoenix, comes up, winds <laughs> up, and now it's going something. Called Pop TV. Have you ever heard of Pop TV? Pop TV, yeah. Do you do, have you ever heard of the TV Guide Network? Nope. But well, d- but Damien knows about dead things coming back to life. <laughs> that's what top, that's what Pop TV is now. It used to be the old TV Guide Network. Okay. So now that basically cut their audience in half, and now instead of the five hundred thousand they got, now they got the two hundred fifty thousand. And it, it just keeps dropping and dropping and dropping. I mean, it's on life support. And at last second, somebody hits the clear. <laughs> and they keep bringing it back. <laughs> I say, and it's all pretty much because of bad managers. It's more or less like as talented as you and Ed are. That'd be like if Mesco's leader was just like, uh, let's just yeah, give him away for free. Let's just give him away for free, and you're still like, we'll, we'll uh, make a profit somehow. Yeah. What about the money that you owe us for the stuff that we're great? Well, you'll get it sometime. One day, one of these days. One of these days. <laughs> So what was your what was your spin on this? You said it was related to wrestling. Oh, uh, so I have to, I'm championing this movie that I saw recently. Look up the trailer now. It'll it's no no one has seen this. Movie. It's not a horror movie. It's the craziest movie you've ever seen. It's called Roar. What's it about? It's about lions. It's about lions in Africa. Okay. Right? This movie stars. Tippi Hedren, right? Her real-life daughter, Melanie Griffith. And she used to be married... Tippi Hedren's daughter's Melanie Griffith? Yes, I never knew that. Yeah. Until I watched this movie. In real life, that's her real-life daughter. She was married to this guy named Neil Marshall. Right? 
movie takes place in Africa. He has, it's like kind of, some kind of lion preserve. He lives in a house in the preserve. There's about 70 lions on here, just roaming around free, roaming in the house and stuff like that. And he's trying to like. Are black people in this? Hey, they could have been white people painted brown. Come on, man. No, there, well, there is one black people in it. Because uh, he's been in a lot of stuff. Zaki's Mokea. Yeah, he's been in a lot of stuff, but. But yeah, I mean, so it's, is, it's basically like him, like this guy Neil Marshall trying to preserve these lions, right? Chippy Hedron and the kids are coming to visit him. He's going to pick them up at the airport. He misses them. They get to the house. He goes to the airport so they, they you know, miss cats getting there. So they get to the house filled with lions. And they're just like, what the fuck? They're running around from all these lions. Now, here's the thing all these lions are real. They're not train lions, they're not circus lions. They're using real lions? All real lions. All the lions attacked in this movie. Every single person in this movie has been attacked. Melody Griffith went to reconstructive plastic surgery because her face got scratched up. The, the director of photography was the guy who went on and directed Speed. He got scalped. Wow. Every All the blood in this movie, real blood. All the lions attacks are real lions. They're like, like people are like, run away. They're like, don't run. People run, seven lines, chase them down. This is a documentary? It, it, it pretty much is like a, like a doc, like fucking uh, Mutual of Omaha. It's right, like, right, Wild Kingdom. It's like the craziest movie you ever saw. It's just like an hour and a half of lions, people eating running from lions. Up. They're not like eating them, but they're scratching, scratching them up and fucking them They filmed this movie, like the camera people had to be in cages. No shit! <laughs> and everything, everything's real. So these people look at, like, the lions are like, they're probably, they were all like, you know, oh, you know, she's cool. Lions won't fuck with you as long as you, you know, chill. And they're like, you know, really tiptoeing around these things, terrified of them. And it's so obvious, dude. It's like the craziest movie. And when, you, when, when you were so this movie came out in 1981. Really? It took like 10 years to finally finish it. Because <laughs> everybody kept getting fucked up. Exactly. And I'm like, within the first story, First accident. Then someone told me like, yeah, I think we need to bring in OSHA. You know, maybe we shouldn't be like making this movie. Or animal tranquilizers and wait till CGI got better. Now, I found a quote in here. See, see how, is, is this um adequate to you? It's, it's like Walt Disney went insane and shot a snuff version of Smith's Family Robinson. Yes, that's pretty much it. It is like Smith's Family Robinson, but lions attacking everyone. Wow. It, it's fucking, you gotta see, the trailer alone is will fucking blow your mind. I thought this sounds more interesting than Samuel Jackson starring in Tarzan. <laughs> this, I'm telling you, you will fucking, you have to see this movie. It is a must for everyone. So like, and it's called Roar. It's called Roar. Just came out, uh, Alamo Draft House. Just put it out on uh, DVD. Cool. It's, you have to look that up. It's, yeah, you have to. Have to Dude, watch did you movie. ever see the best movie ever made that me and Chaos seen? It was called A Guy from Harlem. No, I never heard of it. Please go home and watch A Guy from Harlem. Okay. It is the greatest Black exploitation film. Is it a? Uh, oh yeah, and you need to play it at one of your fucking. Uh, uh, maybe I'll do it for this Turkey Day. Turkey Day. It is that big of a turkey. And just looking this up real quick, going by uh, just going by what he said, over seventy of the cast and crew were injured during the production of this film. Yes, I'm telling you, you gotta see it. It's, it's like the most amazing thing ever. What's it called? A guy from a Harlem. A guy from Harlem. They have it riff tracks on there where they make oh, really? fun of it, and you can watch it without. Oh, it's on YouTube. It is the dude. I want to remake this movie scene for scene. It will cost me no more than what thirty bucks a beer. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll maybe see. some weed. 
Jordan when he took, yeah, it was Jan DeMont. His scalp was lifted by a lion, resulting in 220 stitches. Of course. Tippy Hedger received a fractured leg and scalp wounds. This happened after she was, uh, an elephant bucked her off. Yeah. Elephant, like, picking her up by the trunk, tosses her. She was also bitten in the neck by a lion and required 38 stitches. That bitch should win an Academy Award just for stunt work. <laughs> Melanie Griffith was also mauled during the production routine, receiving 50 stitches to her face. It was feared that she would even lose an eye. Wow. And Antonio Banderas still mad at this bitch. <laughs> um, I'm telling you, man, this movie. And you've seen this? Yes. Oh, great. It's like amazing, amazing, amazing. You watch, you watch it and your jaw's on the floor because you can't believe this is happening. So would you say that almost like a horror movie? <laughs> It's horrible shit going on. <laughs> like, what the... Like, someone had to be like, yeah, this is a bad, bad idea. We got to stop. Until <laughs> the cameraman was like, well, fuck it, I'm behind a cage. <laughs> Damn. It's, it's like nothing you've ever seen. It's insane. So we got white people fighting, not lions, with a black co-star. Did he get hurt? He doesn't get hurt. Good for him. <laughs> yeah. Maybe because he was like, lions? Don't <laughs> <laughs> Only black people I seen get hurt recently in film we were just talking about was Marvel's Luke Cage that was just released. And uh, I know uh, Damien didn't see it yet. And we're not going to give no spoilers. Academic scenes, probably all of it. Oh, I've seen all of it. Okay, I've seen all of it. I'm one episode out, ass out. And uh, I think it's uh, a really uh, good portrayal of the character. I think I like the color palette. Because I picked up on that right away. When you watch the Daredevil, Netflix the Daredevil, there's a lot of reds and blacks. Yeah. And then Jessica Jones was a lot of purples and yeah, blues. Purples. And then Luke Cage was a lot of tans and, and yellows. And like they put they purposely put those filters in. Right. And uh, it was kind of cool how with Luke Cage they try to capture the 70s. Yeah, even though totally it's taking got that place, vibe, yeah. Even though it's taking place in today. And uh, no weak female characters. That's for damn sure. Now they see a damsel in distress in the whole fucking show. Even when they were in distress, they were busy beating Luke Cage up. Like, I don't need your help. I'll do this myself. There's like any kind of iron fist uh, There's stuff. There's a show being made. Oh, is there? But there's a lot of they talk about the magic hammer. They talk about Captain America. Oh, they, call, they call Iron Man Iron Nigga. Hey, I ain't making this shit up. <laughs> they, they, they still call it the incident because like right. this, is, this is like this one bootlegger. Uh, she say, yo, I got that I got that I got that Blu-ray. It's like a four four K. I got the um, I got the the dude with the hammer, I got the green dude, and I, I got I, I got I got the, the, uh, the Iron Nigga. Uh, yeah, and then he's trying to bootleg uh, selling uh, 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 Blu-rays on the street, which was kind of funny because that's how it would be yeah. done. And I know a lot of uh, fans, they dug it. A lot of fans were like, well, they're using the N-word quite often. I don't even give a fuck no more. I can't imagine. I can't believe how much sex was in uh, Jessica Jones. Fuck, this one starts off with fucking. Which, well, also, no, I can't. I've never seen someone have so much sex with their clothes on. This is true. <laughs> but this one, butt naked, Luke Cage, meets a chick within 10 minutes he's banging well, and not killing I mean, and they don't even know each other's names so. sweet Christmas it was awesome and there's a lot of tributes to their old stuff in there with him repeating sweet Christmas at times you see, you see the silk shirt you see the oh, headband really? you see the, the wristband the chain really? 
Really? But it's all in context. It's in context. Tells the history of his life. When he went to jail and where he comes from because he was from down south. I didn't know he was from South Carolina. It tells like a or Georgia or whatever. It tells a whole like. They fleshed this character out, which you could never do in a movie since right. you've got 13 episodes to do it in. And um, their, their collective tissue is uh, Rodero Dawson's character, Claire. Claire is in all of them. They mentioned Jessica. They mentioned Daredevil. She, uh, yeah, she even mentioned... Um, yeah, she's like, um, I have a murder friend that may be able to help you. Whatever. <laughs> they mentioned Purple Man being had oh, his yeah. neck broke by Jessica Jones. They mentioned Wilson Fisk losing the control of the crime in uh, Hell's Kitchen. Huh. It's all... Marvel just... It's all connected. They need to make a Netflix series from all their characters. Why not? Everything. Stop making movies and make yeah, TV. Yeah, yeah. Because they're definitely doing um Runaways. They're definitely doing uh, Iron Fist because they put the thing out for that. I believe they have one coming out and for Punisher. And they're still doing Defenders too, right? Yeah. Yeah, once all of them are done, then they're doing the Defenders. The uh, Punishers are uh, supposedly getting one. So, uh, yeah, uh, Runaways. Runaways is going to Hulu. I, I mean, I, I guess why we're at it, like some of the characters that we know wouldn't get on the screen... That's what I'm saying. Like, what one would you like to see? I want to see Moon Knight. I, I yes, just I think about Moon, Knight. To say Moon Knight. Moon Knight would be probably the craziest out of yeah. all of them. Yeah. I do with multiple personality disorder. Yeah. And doesn't know it. Yeah. I that think would be, that would I be, think be, good be a good great show. Moon Knight. Because I was about to say Moon Knight. Moon Knight right away. Yep. Yeah. I mean, Ghost Rider would be a good one. I know they got him on Shield, but and he's and he's actually pretty good. Yeah, yeah, but it would be way better on Netflix. Shit. Yeah, you better cuss. But it's funny that you know the Netflix shows are being produced by ABC. Yeah, but it's so. still it's so weird though. So it's a different, uh, it's it's a different arm of Marvel. It's it's not part of their cinematic uh, team who does no the TV. So there's a TV, there's so a TV like, there's universe. Never, there might never be a crossover, but they're hinting that. that there will be. Yeah, it is. It's basically. It's basically the cinematic and it's TV. Because the TV Russos like Mom, ABC, and Netflix. Right. The Russos are heavily leaning on. You're going to see these Netflix characters on the Infinity War. Uh, really? Yeah, I would love that. That'd be great. Only crossover you really had was uh, Pink. What was his name? Um, he went from Agent Shield, and then the next time you seen him, and you seen him in Winter Soldier. Right. 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 Um, it was, just, it was basically just like the uh, diplomat or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, because with the Spider-Man movie coming out, I mean, Daredevil, Punisher, they're all, they're all in New York, York so yeah, yeah. You know, it's got to be Spider-Man and Daredevil are always crossing over. God, this this is like totally, yeah, I mean, it is totally off the charts. Luke Cage is. It's got the most cussing in it than all the rest of the movies. I can relate because there's a lot of motherfucking cussing. <laughs> it's got the left, right, center. It has an ex- excellent soundtrack. Soundtrack is awesome because yeah, it's done by the. Each episode is actually titled by. Um, what are titled by again? The Luke Gangstar, right? Yeah, And uh, uh, Shahid Muhammad from uh, Tribe Called Quest is one of the musical uh, contributors and directors. 
Jesus on the show. Then you like got sprinkled in like some um, money came with age. And then they say it's a club. And then they have like real like music. You got Faith Evans, DJ Nice, and all that other stuff. Just walk in as a. What was this? What was the the doo wop group there? And it's the actual people, not, not people right. portraying them. And uh, the violence is raw. And my main concern of the whole show is like, all right, this guy's strong and he's, you can't shoot him with bullets. You gotta give him some kind of weakness. And the women weren't the weakness because he's usually like, oh, we'll take this woman and he'll bow our knee and all that. Like, it didn't happen. Jessica Jones already took care of that. <laughs> she showed that she don't need no help. But they did come up with a weapon, a special bullet made from the metal that someone stole from Shield Lockup from the from the incident. So there's alien metal that made these bullets. Oh, not adamantium or they're just vibranium. alien metal. Because yeah, probably from the incident, so whatever. Somebody's making right. these illegal weapons to kill superheroes. Actually, they're they're not somebody. They already do mention that somebody. Oh yeah, they mentioned Justin Hammer. Justin Hammer. Because I like. I don't know how he's making it. Why he's in jail? But yeah. <laughs> See him have like guns and suits and stuff like that. So yeah, somebody's making. So it's cool that they give Hammer a little love. You know, I'd like to see him show up, and make a cameo in it. But uh, he was one of my favorite villains in the Marvel movies because uh, it was good. It would be great uh, if they did like um, Norman Osborn after when, yeah. after when he was done being the Green Goblin and he was like doing like leading the Thunderbolts and that right, stuff. Right, right. It's, like he was a great villain. Yeah, because he, he was one that couldn't be touched. Like, Iron Patriot and stuff like that. I mean, that would be a great storyline to do. Make him like a, a villain. That's well, in the, in the Luke Cage show, it's it's Hammer Technologies. I mean, they don't mention that he's actually involved. But there's a lot of fucking crooked fucking CEOs in jail that the company's still running, or they're dead. Like fucking the guy from Apple, he's dead, but they're still selling yeah, all right. his fucking phones left, right, son. But um, so far, like I said, I got one episode left. You didn't see any of them. Academics and chaos scene, both all of it, and it's done really well. I, I, I mean, I'm trying not to be biased, but god damn, it's done really well. <laughs> Everything Netflix touches it, and, and, and whoever's involved, like I said, Jeff Loeb, that everybody used to bash this guy, like, oh, he's not really that good, he's doing these stupid cartoons. Yeah, because he, all did, he did, uh, oh no, he didn't do, I'm thinking of uh, Jim Shorey. I think he produced some of uh, Jessica Jones. That show, and he did. Uh, he produced uh, Heroes. Heroes, you know, when, that, when it was when good. When it was good. Out. Yeah, that was yeah. good when it first started. And you got the uh, who's the chick who's doing Jessica Jones? She's a famous uh, Twilight chick. The chick who directed and created Twilight was the one doing uh, Jessica Jones. So now you got the guy that was head of Vibe magazine and, uh, and a couple other hip hop right. uh, uh, magazines and stuff. He's the guy who's doing uh, Luke Cage. I forget his last name. Is it Coker? Something Coker. I can't remember That's some rich white guy. That's some rich white But now they're working on Iron Fist. Iron Fist was supposed to come out before Jessica before the cage. Oh, yeah. But uh, I guess uh, ABC and Netflix like the treatment so well 
Listen, we got to go with this one first and then just let it link in. You know, because it almost sounds the same when you think of it. Rich white dude, lost, right. comes back. Who's that sound? Doc Strange, Iron Man. <laughs> it's like, yeah. let's mix that up by just throwing a, a poor black dude that's fucking bulletproof washing dishes and shit. And so I, that I guess they're going to have to uh, do the whole Heroes for Hire. Uh, when People keep offering them money on the show. Yeah. Chio. 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 Chio Coker, right? Yeah, Chio Hadari Coker. So they actually uh, mentioned that whole. We'll give you money if you protect us. And he, right. so far, he's not taking the money. He's doing it because it's the right thing to do. So. But yeah, you'll like it when you finally get fucking. What is that? Thirteen hours left in your life that you don't have. When November comes when uh, all the horror from October's over. Yeah, you fuck the up. Because uh, you still got finished Jessica, right? Yeah. Which had an awesome ending. And yeah. Not giving that away. Yeah, about okay. halfway through that. Dude, I, like like you said earlier in the show, Jessica Jones is one of the shows that none of us here can watch a second time. It's an excellent show, but you just for me, it's like you have to take a shower, not a Rob Zombie shower, but a shower like the, you know, not scrubbing with a Brillo pad. Yeah, yeah. Rob Zombie make you want to fucking take your fucking Brillo pad or sandpaper or something to your ass. Did you see that movie that he came out with? Thirty one. Yeah. yeah. How was that? It's typical, typical Rob Zombie. It's, it's like nothing new. Nothing great. So it's like the same old shit he's been doing. Basically, his complicated characters, Bill Mosley, Sid Haig. Uh, they're not in it, but the they similar type. Yeah, for sure. Is it about like thirty-one clowns or something? No, show? it's like it takes place on Halloween night. That's the thirty-one. Um, it's, it's basically, these people get kidnapped. They get thrown in a warehouse, and uh, they gotta like survive twelve hours. And a clown is going to kill them. Like every time, and if they get past like the one clown, then they these people send like another clown after him and stuff like that. And then they bet like you know who's gonna live and stuff like that. Did this get theatrical release? No, no. Uh, I think they did it one night only thing. That yeah, wasn't it, it was like a fandom one of those. Yeah, I think they're gonna do another one night only thing in October, but it, it's already out like on demand now. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like typical, nothing great. I mean. Took the Rob Zombie. You've seen one of his movies? It's the same exact <laughs> Nothing new. Nothing shocking. Alright, so. What do we, do we have any more questions for you? Uh, yeah, how can you know people follow you and Ed and the Living Dead Dolls and all that good stuff? Uh, um, so we got a Facebook page, uh, Living Dead Dolls, uh, Twitter, Living Dead Dolls, uh, Instagram, official LDD uh, website, livingdeaddolls.com. You should keep the shit simple. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's cool. Let's go toys. Let's go toys. Let's go toys. Let's go toys has a Twitter and Facebook page. Oh, it's all linked up. You can find one. You can find them all. And then also your contributions to Echo Base and yeah, and right for Echo Base. Uh, yeah, check out the Thirty One Nights of a uh, Halloween Horror every day. We can find out Echo Base, and that's on Facebook. So yeah, Echo Base is like E C H O B A dot S E. So are, you, so are you writing stuff for them uh, I, uh, like regularly or just whenever he needs me he'll hit me up and ask me my uh, opinion on it what, do you write? Uh, what did you write uh, we talked about Mary Jane being black in the next Spider-Man I hate it I hate that <laughs> I am a fucking you're a purist I'm a purist and it fucking pisses me off <laughs> <laughs> 
And I, it's like, I, I get it. Like, okay, in Queens, you know, a redhead in Queens, not happening. Not happening. Not happening. Come on, but, man. But a redhead, like, that was Mary Jane. She was a redhead. Like, that was her defining Look, character you element. You didn't man. get Black Spider-Man. You gotta get, are you happy with that, at least? Because motherfuckers was thinking, oh, shit, he's going to be black. What the fuck? Yeah, like, I do not, do not like it. See? And look, he can disagree with this shit, Damien, being an Italian-American that he is, and me being an African-American in my own home, and I ain't reach across the table and choke his ass out. He has the right to say what the fuck you want to say. Because the fucking microphone gets shut off, then it's just goddamn story. And if it's just a red hair. Yeah, die that shit. So, oh, here's one for you. You don't like Zendaya playing Mary Jane. What did you think of Kirsten Dunst's Mary Jane? Uh, I mean, that was fine. Really? Yeah, I mean, not that she was like the perfect Mary Jane because... I just didn't like the way she was written. I didn't hate her physically. I just... Because she had them hard-ass nipples and that purple shirt. Right, in right. But I didn't, I didn't understand like the way she was written. They, they wrote her off as... Uh, First episode, you know, episode was like she was the girl that couldn't be get gotten by right. Peter. Right. Then second episode at the end, she was the one to be gotten by Peter. Third episode, she was the one that knows Peter Spider Man became a total bitch and deserved to die, but he kept saving her ass. Yeah. So she progressively in the Sam Raimi version of, of uh, Spider Man, I end up hating her. I had no affection or, 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 or care. To, I don't, a yeah, bit I don't know why they didn't file like that whole comic thing where and. and it would have been like, and I know it's impossible these days to like uh, hide anything from being filmed because people know everything. Right, right. Quite new. But like in the comics, when Mary Jane was introduced, she, she was like lit, like built up and built up, and they never showed who she was. Right, they'd always be missing each other. Yeah, and stuff yeah, like yeah. That. And finally, like you know, a stunning picture of like Mary Jane. You know, it's like if they could have done that in the movie and, and <laughs> had God. some kind of like surprise actress, like oh shit, she's, oh, Mary, shit, she's Jane? Mary Jane. That would have been like, like cool, like, you know, like surprise tiger. Whatever yeah, yeah. Like, are they gonna incorporate like tiger into her? I hope not, because that's because black people don't stuff? call people tigers. They'd be like surprise, nigga. You got another black tiger. What? I'm a little Jewish boy. What do I know about that? But, you know, you know, yeah. see, we, we can like, agree to disagree. I'm, I'm a purist with that comic shit, and when they don't follow the comic, it drives me up to God. But then, nowadays... They got a whole new Fantastic Four thing. Oh, my God! <laughs> we never uh, talked about that. Oh, my God. They, they, they the one with Yeah, that was horrible. <laughs> why would... Why? why? Fucking thing walking around with no pants on. <laughs> he rock everywhere else ain't got no dick. I took kids to see that. <laughs> Oh, and then it's like two storms adopted yeah. by, the, by the storms. Like, how could you change the entire? Yep. Anytime you can make Tim Story's version of the Fantastic Four the better one, you you fucked up. I'm sorry. No disrespect to Tim Story. That guy went from barbershop to fucking Fantastic Four. There's so much like history and comics and stuff like that. Like why can't they? Why do they feel like they have to? Because they think the kids it, today you know? are so fucking stupid. That we gotta yeah. give them something fresh. You enough. never think your audience is stupid. That's like that's rule number one. You know, rule number one. And you know, like all this like X Men shit. You know, black costumes. Okay, I I kind of get like the costumes they were won't look kind of silly in the movie. But when Wolverine opens, you know, in case you see like the orange and brown, and you never see it again. Everyone's super excited because that's all anyone wants to see is Wolverine in that costume. Right, right. You know, and, and you never see it again. Yeah. Even though in reality of the comic, you go to yourself. I say all the time. The fuck you in a fucking mask, bro. Who's he hiding from? Right. You're fucking 400 years old. No one cares yeah. who you are. 
But it's still for as the fan, you fan, you want to see that orange exactly. and black costume, and hopefully they fucking give it to us in this last go around. I doubt it. And then they did the whole um a contraption when he comes out of the tank. Right. They did that. They recreated that in Apocalypse. Right. Oh, uh, but good lord, that movie. Like, I liked him. Come on, like. Apocalypse, awesome character, huge character. When he's standing there with like the four horsemen, who right, right, that could be anybody. Like, why did they choose like Magneto and Storm to be in the four horsemen? Because you know what it was. They took, they basically took parts of the comic, parts of the cartoon, and blended them together. Because the cartoon, Storm, Professor X, and Magneto were the horsemen. But like they're all staying together, and, Mag- and Apocalypse is like the same size as all of them. They should have CGI'd him like and made him a big, little bigger. Yeah, he should be like a big, bigger. Was like oh, acting, he was movie. fine. I just I, said, I agree with the same horrible. thing. They should have made him bigger. Yeah, I did like Silas. She was such a good. yeah. She looked great. Yeah, didn't say didn't say, like, you know, <laughs> didn't say much. She looked good though. No need to be in that movie. Right. You know. Hey, but hey, it's another like, month. Not she working for Cal man. Like when the hell did that happen? Yeah, and when, when has Caliban become a fucking mutant? <laughs> yeah. Hey, but this is a uh, uh, what's his name? Singer. This is a singer verse. Yeah, they... So it's like, yeah, he's ruining. Uh, yeah. But I mean, but Days of Future Past wasn't bad, but I thought Apocalypse. But then you get then you get the guys the Deadpool, Ryan Reynolds and friends, and they fucking knock it out of the park. Right. They just followed every fucking comic book exactly. trope from costume to story. And, and then it worked. It worked for his character because he even told the audience, how fucking ridiculous is this that you're watching this shit? But we went along for the ride and enjoyed it. And now, now, I hope, we, we say it all the time, we hope they never give him a, uh, a big budget to make this film. We want them to keep that budget small so they can try harder. Because like right. I think it was the last one was like $50 million. I say, all right, this one can 75 That's it. And that's right. it. Don't give them no $250 million. Yeah, budget. right, right. Who would you think would be a good cable for that? I like the guy from, uh, what's that we were just talking about? The fucking blind guy? Oh, oh yeah, Steve's on. I can, see, right. I can see that guy. Him or fucking uh, Hellboy. No, Ron Perlman would be a great But again, like, Cable needs to be bigger. They're yeah. going to have to CGI him or something to make him just, like, bigger. He has to be... At, they did it with Colossus? Yeah, exactly. What the fuck, man? How can it be? And, like, I know, when, like, when Daredevil came out and he wore, like, the black outfit... Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh, God, what the fuck is this black outfit? Yeah. But it, it worked. They made it work, and they made it so believable. Like, I, I think if they want to change stuff like that, they could, but... Well, well that was in the comic as well with Frank Miller and uh, yeah. Romita when they went back and tried to revise the history. Because and Ninja ain't the whole idea not to be seen. Right. No, more bright fucking red spandex in the yeah. street. So it made sense. It's like... Yeah, with the Netflix Daredevil, they made it true to the comic, but they made it in a believable way. Where he yeah. was adding to it. He yeah. would put rope around or tape and yeah. chain or whatever the fuck, because he didn't have those power powers. He just had. They need to do that senses. with the movies, too. If they're yep. going to change it, they they got to incorporate the comic, but make it somewhat believable. Captain America, they did it with him. Yeah. You know? But I agree with you 100%. Uh, uh, Apocalypse was way too small. I was just kind of laughing, like, holy shit, they got a Guatemalan to play Apocalypse? Yeah. <laughs> And he was. 
he's like from Guatemala or some shit. Yeah, but then people didn't complain about it because they didn't see the skin. He was purple. And yeah, before it was like, oh my god, he looks like Ivan Ooze. No, he's a purple guy. He's just not as big as he should be. Yeah, so that was the funny thing about it. That was uh, we were talking about Olivia Munn as uh, Psylocke. She actually was going for the part in uh, Deadpool that Marina Becker had. Right. So she passed on that to take the Psylocke part, which I'm glad that she still looked good in Psylocke. Yeah, no, no, I'm she, saying she I'm just great. glad that Marina Becker took. Like the you said part. she didn't have to remember a lot of shit. shit. Yeah. Land here, flip there, punch there, shut the fuck up. Yeah. But you know, they, they they still don't consider stuff like that a fucking. Uh, I call those those movies on Fox hiccups. They either hit or miss. But right. like you said, the, the fucking DC films are fucking killing me. <laughs> God damn, how is and their shit is easy to fucking do. Easy. But for, for some reason, they just fucking keep tripping over themselves. I don't know. Is Joker like a pimp or something? Fucking, huh? Joker was like a pimp? Yeah. Like, how? He was, he was hardly like, a master criminal. No, he was like fucking. Uh, fans is trying to just. I'm, I'm trying, y'all. I'm trying. He like Little Wayne died white. Yeah, right? <laughs> fucking tattoos and grills and pimping out his old lady. and But I really want her back. And. Yeah, Batman looks like his suit's made out of duct tape. I, I, Batman, I think his he Ben Affleck is the best Batman. He looks the best. Yeah, and since uh, the Sandy Colera Batman was yeah, right, right. The Sandy Colera Batman is my favorite. Don't, 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 don't look this way because um, <laughs> he hates fucking Ben Affleck as Batman <laughs> academics. The, the outfit is like it's not that hard rubber where you right, right. Turn. It's it's the closest. But the help. But that being said, the neck is bigger than the head, and he's still. The he can turn his head when he wants to. That motherfucker ain't want. I guess he doesn't want to because he never turned his head. And you know, I didn't. I like the voice modulating system. Yeah, I thought right. that was awesome. Yeah, I thought it Alfred, wasn't like as stupid as like Christian Bale. Jeremy Irons was a great Alfred where he was like hands on, you know, right. not crying. Superman, I thought the guy does a good Superman. They just write him like a yeah, punk. Just him. Right, write him so wrong. It's like wow, I feel so like he's such an inspiration. No, he makes me want to commit suicide. Like take a bottle of pills. Yeah. Like they say in hip hop, the shit was whacked. <laughs> <laughs> whack, whack. <laughs> Fucking, uh, they gotta go save whatever. And so they send a suicide squad and they release a chick with a baseball bat. Oh, yeah. Like, because that's who I picked to fucking fight demons. You got all these fucking trained soldiers. And and none of these other guys are even superpowered. Yeah. That shot's not superpower. A guy throwing a boomerang with a cell phone connected to it. <laughs> but, At least Deadshot you know, has an ability. Yeah, it's called being Will Smith. <laughs> well, no, I mean, he, he, <laughs> like Harley Quinn made no sense to me. They needed the gratuitous pee in there. We needed to see tits and ass, and we got that out of her. And then you had a fucking mutant fucking alligator man that really did yeah. nothing. Nope. My favorite character, though, was, uh, what was the guy? Uh, Slipknot. All he did was have his head blow up. Right, yeah. So what? Blow up. <laughs> yeah, so... I say they let us all fucking just make a movie. Give us this fucking half the money that they're spending on this shit. We'll get we get you and Ed to make the music, so that ain't gonna cost us much. Follow the comic book. The shit is already written. It's storyboarded for you. For it price it price. is just like Watchmen. Yeah. I give I give fucking Zack Snyder all the credit in the world yeah. for Watchmen. He even followed like the comic a, book from beginning. Even to like Sin City. Yep. Follow the comic book. Follow the comic book. Okay. Yeah, that cool. The second one came out. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> Well, scared this regular shit. But is it too late? 
I, I have no idea. Anytime they had a Warner Brothers go, oops, I know where he went wrong. Our characters are usually brighter than that. But before this shit went down, was be prepared. Our characters are dark and broody. Which no. is like so Batman opposite of our comics. You know? Exactly. <laughs> in, in like in Marvel Universe, Marvel, Marvel, Marvel characters Marvel are dark and broody, yeah, but heroes had problems. In DC, their heroes were all perfect and yep. gods. <laughs> but then they make a movie and the only problem they have is Martha. Yeah. What the fuck? Really? Martha? So, before we shut this down, I would just would like to let everybody know you can go to Pod, uh, Podomatic and check us out. You can go on Google Play. You can go on iTunes. You can go on Stitcher. You need to go on there now and listen to this probably once-in-a-lifetime interview of Damien Glonick, the cool creator of Living Dead Dogs. Maybe one day we can get your hairy fucking sidekick out of his fucking motorcycle ass yeah. and come down here and talk. He'll blend right in with all these rich white folks that live around here. <laughs> so, um, with that, you know, I want to uh, thank you for showing up and doing the show. I thought that was very cool. Yeah. I couldn't believe you actually said yes. And, all uh, you had to do is ask. I asked a thousand times. I'll You're be, I'll be here next weekend. Okay, you hear me? Works like an Italian slave. <laughs> They're working him to death. So, do you have any party words? Give us some parting words, man. You have so much to say, Dan. <laughs> That's it? That's it. That's your parting words. We're rocking out. Yeah. With that, you know, with chaos, what do we say to that? Fade the black. Academics, play us out of this motherfucker. <laughs> We're rocking out. In case y'all don't know that. We got fucking devil worship signs. Is that it? The devil worship. That'll do. That'll do. Points <laughs> up. Sway, man. I can't even describe it, man. The, the situation was crazy, bruh. If I was a gorilla, I would say it was banana, kid. For real, the man just, he just took over the whole situation, God. Listen. Man, it is what it is. Can't understand a man if you ain't live what he lived. Coaches in the crib and got no food up in the fridge. But crime running rampant and he's screwing up the kids. Sway, man, what kind of paradise is this? I just want my 40 acres and some cash on the wrist. But these snakes is trying to gather in the pit Where you get the cotton now, plucking ashes off the clip Off the rip, now a challenger exists And he bulletproof, shit, kind of caliber with this Got thugs in the store with the barrel on your lips Saying nifty out the drug before he pay you with the grip, Lord Who the call when no one obeys the law And there ain't no Iron Man that can come and save the all Power to the people and Luke Cage the cause And the cops got it wrong, we don't think Cage at all Look, dog, a hero never had one. Already took Malcolm and Martin. This is the last one. I beg your pardon, somebody pulling a fast one. Now we got a hero for hiring. He a black one. And bullet hole hoodies is the fashion. We in Hollis Paradise, Delicat done. Now I'm about to trade the mic for a magnum. Give up my life for trade Vaughn to have one. Chill, cause this is bulletproof love. And you already know what a bulletproof does. So you can take it from a bulletproof thug. The hood got his back, dog. Bulletproof love. Blood thicker than mud And who am I to judge if you get a gun in the club Cause you already know what a bulletproof does When the hood got your back dog Bulletproof love Yeah, shout out to Pop R.I.P. my brother Streets is crazy nowadays People say we don't need another hero But now we got one Whether you like it or not Luke Cage, please believe it sir The streets
streets got your back. You already bulletproof love, baby. You look like a damn fool.